Welcome to the Danny Cola Podcast, everybody. My guest today is my friend Lucas Kalantasis. He uh, has been my friend since preschool, so we're going back to like 1993. Uh, we've always maintained some sort of contact throughout the years, whether it's a, hey, how's it going? A message on Instagram or Facebook. We... Uh, Went through high school together, but just like hi and goodbye. Um, and now we're 30. And that's what we talked about in this podcast. Kind of like time, how it went by so fast. And how can we utilize these moments to uh, enhance our being, really. And that's what we talked about. It was an interesting conversation. It was awesome having this guy around and uh, on the podcast again. The intro music here is a song that he wrote. He's a talented, charming individual with a lot on his mind. He's a fan of the podcast, which I truly uh, admire. I really appreciate his support and all that. He's a cool guy to sit down and talk to and and hang out with. Uh, So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoyed having the conversation. And here it is. But before we start the podcast, let's listen to The Lucas K on SoundCloud, Confessions of a Madman. It's only you. It's only you. So yeah, thank you for fucking coming on the Danny Cola podcast. I say the f word too much, but you know what? Part, <laughs> part, part of yeah, why I do no, this, not at all. dude. Part of why I do this is because I like having conversations with with my friends and people Amen. that I I'm, I want to get to know and learn more from. Like you were asking about doing the the podcast over skype or doing the yeah. long the long distance ones you with know after other guys. after separating with the machine i've been challenged to go out there and find people that i'm interested to talk to that's it and then uh it's challenging to reach out to them reach out to their people whoever um to set something up and then i set it all up and i use the technology that i need to zencaster for anyone looking to do a long distance podcast it's a really it's a really cool tool yeah. you know you send them the link boom it's easy as hell dude that's really great no i mean it's nice to see you reaching out you're getting some really great guests ex-boy band players ex-nfl players and it's just fantastic yeah dude, dude it's fun to see that and I, I, listen i'm glad that you uh Invited me back on, man. It's good to see you. Hell yeah, you're the <laughs> you're the most charming kid in the world. Oh, I, I don't know about that, dude. You know what I was thinking about? What's that? Like, this world is so strange. Reality is so strange. Like, okay, what separates right now? Obviously, a whole ton of time. But like, hey guys, <laughs> guys, stop it. What separates right now? We're both. What you twenty yep. nine? You're gonna be thirty in May, 30 right? In you're May. an eighty nine baby. If I, I don't, if I'm even, not mistaken. Wow. Hold on, hold on. May one, May, holy cow, dude! Yeah, yes, sir. I know. I know. That's I remember. Impressive. I remember everybody's birthdays. Get out of here. Um, it's weird that reality is how it is. Like, I, re- I vividly remember playing like Super Nintendo in your basement in mm-hmm. like 1996. <laughs> okay, and I vividly remember being in high school and. All of a sudden, we're 30, and we have a house and yeah. dogs, and we're sitting here having coffee or having you know some red wine and some tea and hanging out, and you're coming back from your lawyer job, and I'm telling you about all my business ideas and all this shit. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Time flies, right? 
No, man, it's it's it is what it is. I mean, you kind of you go through life, you set your goals, you work hard, you put your head down, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're 30, right? <laughs> but it's funny you mentioned that the N64, though, by the way, because I distinctly remember playing Super Nintendo at your mom's old house. Yeah, in like your little family room, we're playing Ken Griffey Junior. Baseball. Yep. But like the old version, not the one, not the N sixty four one. So it's just it was Super Nintendo. It was Super Nintendo, the Ken Griffey Junior. Baseball oh, game. That's man. exactly what it was, dude. But you get what I'm saying? I like get what you're that saying. was such a long ass time ago, and now it's twenty years later, mm-hmm. twenty two years later, and we're here having red wine and just talking about how we're gonna fucking make it for the next 60 years yeah it really is what it comes down to it's like how do we extract as much purpose and pleasure out of this next 60 years like pam and joanne did a good job raising us (laughs) right yeah man and um and we got we got a lot of good from the 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 family we grew up in, the yeah. culture that we, that brought us sure. up, you know, sure. Um, that's one thing that I'm super grateful for, which is, you know, one Same of the here. Yeah, cheers ahead. to that, my friend. Cheers, cheers, cheers to, to that. that. Cheers, cheers to, to that. having good family oh, yeah. and having uh, a good support system to tell you about how good you are at your things, to sure. give you the self esteem to go out there and make it, yeah, and, and figure it out. Amen. But what's like, and and then that brings me to my next question: like, what the hell is making it now, right? Going yeah. to school, for example, let's talk about let's talk about school. Okay? okay, the whole like going to college, getting good grades. Like, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on this system? Like, we're we're, we're pushing everyone to to go to college and get good grades. Like, yes, it's important. Don't get me wrong; it's mm-hmm. very important, and it still matters. Right. But things are changing, dude. Sure. Well, no, certainly. I mean, obviously, education is really important, and I think. The, the most important thing about education is that the world is complicated, it's moving fast, and we got to teach kids a lot of things, you know, especially with the way things are changing in terms of social media. We need to teach the kids how to keep up with, you know, all the fake news stuff, how to think critically, to look at something that's on the internet and not immediately believe it, right? So you got to kind of have a, an educational system that can adapt to that. Yeah, you said something very important there. You said critical thinking. Yeah. Like, that is a that's a skill that's mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of becoming lost because like schools nowadays are, and, and and a lot of, there's a lot of change that's happening right and right. a lot of the, a lot of it is unknown we don't know how to go about all this change right there's so much is happening so fast and it's an old system and you know people are very um I guess uh, offended about a lot of things and the way we do a lot of a lot of things. So it's we're stepping on eggshells. It mo- sure. The system moves slow, right? It's not very uh, quick in terms of progression right. and change. So I don't know, man. I don't know how to, how to go about it. And at the end of the day, I don't know what defines success. Mm-hmm. I guess everyone in every everyone individually is going to be, you know, different on right. what they define as success. But like going back to the school thing. What do you what do you think, Mister Mister Lawyer? What, what, what trial attorney? Trial attorney? What do you think, yeah. man? That's really a good question, Danny. I mean, here's the thing about me. I mean, I can have my certain opinions, and I just I have certain concerns about what kids, you know, should know and what what they should learn. And it's not so much about 
retaining a certain type of knowledge, being able to recite, you know, when the Magna Carta came into existence. When did the Magna Carta come into existence? I, I wish you. Didn't I ask wish me that we question. could just. Like, <laughs> I wish we could just. But see, that's the thing. Like, you don't have to know that necessarily. Right. You need. You, that's something that you can quickly Google and you figure it out. Yeah. Right. Well, well yeah, we'll edit that out because I'm gonna lose my license for not knowing that answer. But uh, <laughs> no, man. See, I mean, I, the thing is, I've been removed right from the educational system for what you know, probably like in terms of like elementary and high school type yeah. stuff, 10, 15, 20 years yeah. now. So. Who knows how how it's working now? I mean, I have perspective because I, I do, you know, teach a little bit Loyola, right? Um, as well as, as practice law, so I have some experience with graduate level education. But I know you're 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 involved with the school yeah. system. What are what are some of your thoughts? Do you see, based on what you experienced as a kid and now what you experience as a as a professional, um, do you see changes? I do. I see. I do. I see incremental changes. I see little things happening. Um, I'm optimistic. Let me just say this. It's mm-hmm. a complicated answer. I don't have it all. Yeah. Right. I'm just a, a five year like, teacher in the, in the actual system. Right. There's a lot of incremental changes and, and it's like I said, a very complicated answer. And I'll tell you that at the end of the day, I'm optimistic that things will work out. Right. We'll, we will figure it out. I think humans, we always, we always figure it out some way, shape or form, mm-hmm. you know, and going back to the whole critical thinking thing, like, we need passionate people to teach kids to find what lights them on fire and go about it in an intelligent way, mm-hmm. you know, and how, how are they going to provide value to people in a positive way? How are they going to be fulfilled? How are they going to succeed in this society, which is structured in a way where everyone has to make money and we have to pay for things and bills and all that stuff. Like that's right. not easy to do, you know, and a lot of people are coming from different levels of the game and, you know, everyone is very individualized. So to, you know, come up with a one way system to teach everyone these critical thinking skills is fucking difficult, man. It's tough, right? Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting, man. It's a, and I love this. I love this. We come, we hang out, and now we're talking about like deeper educational system. We were just playing. We were just playing Ken Griffey Jr. I know. Not that long you ago. You blink your eye, and here we are. It's unreal. I love it, though, man. I what mean, team it's... do you think you would have been playing with? You probably would have been playing with the White Sox. My man, Frank, I love that you, Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. I'm glad you remember. I'm a Sox fan. It's like you know. I know I grew up on the North Side, but I'm one of the few. Southside fans there, but yeah, absolutely. My wife and, and their family, they're a bunch of Sox fans. Yeah, well, you married yeah. in the right family, my friend. Yeah. Well, this, like, this, you're probably playing with the White Sox. Um, I, I, I relate all this, like, things happening in an instant, like, to look, things happen so fast. Why are you so, like, upset that in this week you only lost one pound or you gained a pound, even? Like, it's so small in the grand scheme of things. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those right. things where if you watch the clock, that you know, one minute feels like an hour, but if you get into flow state, then you know, time just flies by. Right. What are your thoughts on flow state? I was going to ask you. So, how do you define flow state? How do you define that? Flow state. Oh man, this is such a this is such an interesting question. I think flow state is when you could remove yourself from the driver's seat and let yourself just go mm-hmm. on your own energy your passion your interest levels what exactly you're doing in that moment in time if they all coincide then you can kind of get out of the driver's seat put on autopilot and 
that's what flow state is. And I want to try to be in that state as much as possible. Dipping into flow state, <laughs> meditating, doing your passions. Don't worry about the dog. It's fine. Not at all. You know, like making sure that <clears throat> you are just uh, being as present and being in the moment as possible. Okay. Right? Okay. That's that's flow state. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. I want to I want to get a specific definition here. I think and we're going to talk a little bit about being specific and, and, and focusing on details because I think a lot a lot of like modern day problems comes from um, poor communication and, and not exactly working with the same terms. Mm. So in terms of flow state, right? I, I I get it. So things are coming out natural. Time's flying by. You're basically like in the zone. I think yeah, in the zone. Phrase, right? In the zone. So when you're in the zone, though. Do you, does that include possibly, you know, maybe missing out on other things? You're, you're not focused on some other things and missing out on maybe some other small details of life? Or is that when you're in flow state, can you still pay attention to those things? What do you I mean by think, that? I think those other things, if it's what's supposed to be happening in your life, should mm-hmm. be part of that flow. Like, gotcha. like for okay. example, like so more, you're, you're talking about more like broad concept, right? So like flow state in your general sense of life, as opposed to like, you know, I started running and the first 20 minutes sucked. And then all of a sudden I caught this groove and all of a sudden it was 45 minutes on the treadmill. Yeah. And you're not talking about that. You're talking about something more general. Yeah. I mean, just like yeah. how we live day to day. Like we yeah, talked okay. about, we talked about how we were just playing Ken Griffey and now mm-hmm. it's 22 years later. Like maybe time went by slow in certain aspects, but it sure just fucking went by, okay. you know? And I think every day, like we're in control in, yeah. the, in the now. Like, we're okay. fucking in the now all the time. Well, yeah, then let me suggest to you, man, I think you've achieved that flow state. I mean, you're just talking about how it feels like it was just yesterday. We're playing Ken Griffey Jr. Here we are. Yeah. It flew by probably because I think by and large and based on knowing you for a number of years and based on the podcast that you have uh, have posted and everything like that, um, you're very goal-driven. Yeah. You're passionate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you've got it i think you're at that flow state right time flies i'll tell you yeah go ahead i'll tell you that it's it's something you have to work on every day Mm -hmm. i don't know that you can just have it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm so like you said passionate i'm passionate about the process Mm -hmm. i've learning to become passionate about the process and there are times when i'm like what what am I doing? What am I doing here? Like there'll be things that I'll be doing and be like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this happening? But it's always a realization to this is happening for you right. so that you can learn something out of this, no matter right. what's happening. Right. I, I try to look at that with that attitude. I try my best to look at all individuals as me living another life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So this way I'm not you know, going back to that default of judging or thinking too much about the topic. I don't want to waste time thinking about that type of thing because that's where you start to get drawn in this crazy emotion Mm -hmm. where maybe time could be perceived like it's being elongated because you're spending too much time pondering something so fucking bogus that doesn't even matter. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can. You know what? I can totally get on board with that idea of the flow state. And uh, I know we there's you know we're talking a little bit before the show. There's some topics you want to get to, and I'm excited to talk about. We don't. It, but there's no agenda. Oh no, yeah, but you know what? I, I'm excited to talk a little bit. About, I know you're talking about writing. You're talking about yeah. you know, the holidays, and I know you want to talk about a few things and stuff like that. But let's let's go with this. So in terms of flow state, I know a lot of your podcasts recently have been talking about consciousness. Yes. And uh, reality. Yes. And, and kind of expanding your mind. 
couple things that I were, I was thinking about too. I love to think about that stuff. I was a I was a philosophy major back in the day, back when I was in college, a number of years ago. But um, I love to think about that stuff. And I think I you know I can see like maybe a common listener or somebody who's going through their hustle hustle and bustle throughout the day, you know, listens to that stuff and be like, man, what, what are they talking about? But I think there is some truth to to trying to. I don't know if go beyond reality is the right phrase, but to understand that there is optimism in life generally, as long as you work hard and as you work towards a goal and you're passionate during life, things kind of start to flow to borrow, borrow yeah. your term. Yeah. So I'm really into that. So what's, what's, what's been on your mind in terms of consciousness? I know you've been ta- talking about that. So let's, yeah, I want to hear some of your thoughts, man. Cause you had some really great guests the past few episodes. Yeah. Zaren, Zaren Beatty specifically yeah. that, that guy, yeah. like he's, he's in tune with the muse. I'm, I'm interested in like as humans, we're wired for purpose, mm-hmm. right? We want to know what, why are we here? Where, where did this all come from? And like evolution, humans getting to this point, we've always had some sort of drive. It's like in our DNA to have this. I want to figure out something. How can we move from this level to the next level to the next level and understand more? What I'm understanding and what I'm learning is that there's always something more that we can learn. There's always something more to understand because the cosmos is vast and it's not there for us to understand. The the vastness of the cosmos, consciousness, love, life, it's all intertwined. And we're just these spiritual beings picking up a frequency with this fucking meat vehicle. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting at in this life right now. <laughs> I, like I we, heard that term meat vehicle. I love it. But yeah, keep going. Keep going. We, take, <laughs> we take things so seriously in this life. And recently, one of the, one of the modern day philosophers, one of the, uh, one of the most intelligent uh, thinkers of this time, Tim Ferriss. I, I mentioned him already. Sure. He talks about this life being a play. Mm-hmm. And in this play, there are actors, you and me, right? Okay. And when you get in this sense of flow, when you get in this sense and feel this one, the sense of oneness, you now can look at life. You can now look at this play as the audience, right? Okay. And you can see the play as an audience member now. And you're now in charge of what the actors say. Right? So looking at things from other perspective, constantly gaining some sort of knowledge, cosmic knowledge, this idea of oneness, this idea of unity, all people together as one right and the one thing that separates us is this human body but we all look at each other as individuals because of ego and all that stuff so like the reason why i think of the universe and consciousness and all that is because when you take away this physicality of life like it all comes back to this one thing okay and I'm really fascinated on this topic. How can we think about things in these terms and it help us in this current reality? I think that's where I'm going with this. And now. I think that's the most important part too. Um, that I was I was thinking about listening to your your podcast is right. This isn't some sort of 
and what I think I'm, I'm hearing you communicate now and based and on your podcast as well is it's not just something that's purely theoretical. It's about kind of expanding your mind, a different way of thinking and applying that. To, yes. To that's the last day. That's the last piece of the puzzle. Right. Taking something from all this cosmic knowledge. How do we get there through meditation, through flow, through okay. flow of like, that's why I like kettlebell. That's why I like steel mace. That's why I like this body weight stuff because it's easy to set a timer for five minutes and do all these movements back to back to back and just let your body move and go and work the way it's supposed to go. When your body's in tune, with your mind and your mind's in tune with breathing and that's in tune with how you go about your day and et cetera, et cetera, and everything's nice and aligned, that's how you dip into flow little by little. Okay. Little by little. And like back to the idea of kind of bending your reality, your thoughts, your visualizations could come to fruition because your thoughts and visualizations are just actually situations happening in the vastness of the cosmos and you could make it your current reality you get what i'm saying it sounds so wild but my idea is using this idea of universal oneness and translating it into this lifetime and making it work towards you and your environment if everyone is you living another life right you can figure out ways to have those connections and create creation is another thing going back to creation like we want to become self-actualized humans that's how we get more in tune with the muse i like to call it and when we create when we create with that good intent we can connect with other individuals and that has this big ripple effect and hopefully it's a positive one and your environment can really start to turn into how you want it. Yeah. No, that's interesting. And I think one thing that's important too is that, that you know, you use terms like cosmos and muse, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. The vocabulary is not important, right? Some people might hear cosmos like, oh man, what is he talking about? But yeah. that's not what you mean, right? And I could get on board with that, man. I think, I think, look... I'm a hardworking professional. I put yeah. a lot of hours in yeah. uh, into my profession, um, but I do. I I try to approach, approach my life in a similar way. Stay open minded. Yep. Uh, force myself to uh, you know do things that I don't necessarily want to do. Not in terms of like it's inconsistent with my personality, or or you might say like inconsistent with your flow or something sure. like that. But something that's gonna gonna make me better. Yes. You know, it's going to take effort. Might be annoying for a little bit. That's part of this. Exactly. That's doing, part of doing this. that, pushing yourself, um, and then also being able to take a step back, take a breath. You know, smell the roses. You smell the roses, and I think that's kind of like the inter interconnectivity of the cosmos and all that, sure. all that stuff, right? That's I think that's that's what it is, and I think it's important for people to live that way because, you know, there's a lot of stressors in life. Um, but if you want to stay clear, I think what you're talking about is a good way to do it. You achieve that quote unquote think flow about, state. Are you are you a snow? Are you a, a skier or a snowboarder? I'm not. You're not. Have but, you ever been? Uh, no. But if you're gonna make an analogy, I can follow. Yeah, along. Exactly. Go I'm on. not a fucking skier <laughs> or a snowboarder. Yeah. You know I how knew where you're going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not either. But this is a good analogy, right? Because sometimes in life, there's a lot of clutter. Sure. Right. And um, 
we need to get back to this equilibrium state to really reevaluate how we feel about certain things, mm-hmm. right? And if we can come back to this equilibrium straight state and not really stay, stray away from it so much, then we can really harness our energy and, and look at things for what they are in this moment and how can we make this a positive situation, right? Okay. We need to clear up that clutter, Think of a mountain that's been snowed, snowboarded on or skied on, right? It starts to just kind of like all get snow, all, all patchy, right? And it's hard, hard to ski on. But what happens? A new, fresh mound of snow comes down and you get four feet full of freshness and that's a snowboarder's dream. Now it's fresh and you can go down there all, all over the place. We need that new snow as a metaphor for our brain we need to just clear the pathways so to speak Mm -hmm. right and the ways we do that is through deep breathing techniques and meditation and stretching and these body movements and like i said practicing gratitude exercises and ecstatic dance and and and, and stuff like that or for some other people right exactly like some sort of some sort of hobby. Yeah, some like sort of activity least, right. that gets For me, them going. It's like, right, writing music. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe writing down like a short story, kind of getting lost in it for a little bit. And then, you know, realizing, oh man, it's been a couple hours. My uh, Starbucks coffee's cold now and I'm feeling pretty good. Right. You well, your I mean? intention is, is to create something, right? Yeah. Create something with passion, with, with love. It's all the same. Sure. Love, creation, honesty, truth. It's all the fucking same shit. When we stray away from those things, now we run into problems. Mm-hmm. Sure. But we bring it back to that creation, love, honesty, truth type stuff. And I know it sounds so hippy-dippy, but with <laughs> with all these mental issues and problems that people face and the stress levels up the wazoo right. and people taking all sorts of pharmaceutical drugs to keep their shit at equilibrium, yeah. like there are things that we can do on a day-to-day by just altering the states of your mind. It's right. so powerful. Right. And that's why I'm so interested in this shit. That's why I reach out to guys like Zarin. That's why I reach out to other trainers out in Dubai or you know other guys that I like to, to watch and learn kettlebell flow from. Like Eric Leha was somebody. You asked earlier before the podcast, like, is there somebody that I was really interested in reaching out to? And, and having the podcast with. And one of them was Eric Leha. He he goes by the Primal Swolger on Instagram. Okay. This guy is... Uh, I did, so I did a, a kettlebell workshop from him probably like seven months ago back uh, earlier in the year. And I never really had much experience with kettlebells other than the fact that I watched t- some videos and then I would just throw them around. If I go back and look at my videos from just February, March, yeah. my form is just god-awful. And even sometimes now, it's not the best. But like it was really horrendous, yeah. and I had no knowledge at all. But now you take a class. You watch smart people how to do it. You really focus in. You learn the technique, and you, you practice better. it every day, every day, every better, day. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Talking to him was something that was really cool because he—he's cool. I mean, a young guy, he's a driven guy. Uh, we, have this, we, we have a lot of the same uh, thoughts on like spirituality and consciousness and stuff like that, which is cool. Um, but learning from him and how he's going about business, especially social media business and Instagram and f- and 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 the way he promotes his brand, like that's all I want to like. I want to learn about that stuff because that's a, it's a way that I create. It's a way that I can provide value and. You know, really get into flow state. You know what I'm sure. saying? I know exactly what you're saying. I, I wouldn't even call it. I know you mentioned it's like hippy dippy stuff, but for me, I think it's a matter of vocabulary. Right? I think people would would call it that because they hear love, honesty, truth, peace, whatever. But yeah. basically, it's just right things that you value. Yeah. You go towards that, yeah. right? 
you know, people have their own views of spirituality. People have have their own uh, preferences on what they value. But that's the point. And even same thing that's with like Focus exactly your life around those things that you value. Exactly. And like religion too. And I used to be so, I used to be so like, I guess uh, narrow minded towards religion, like. You know, you make the people make these blanket statements about things, and a couple bad seeds like rotten everything, and everyone's got this negative perception on you name this, right? Okay. Because of a couple bad seeds or whatever. When the fact that I'll, I'll, I'll use white Italian males, right? Somebody watches the Jersey Shore, they see white Italian males because I'm a white Italian male do something stupid, and it's publicized. I hate all white Italian males. Fuck them. They're stupid. They're annoying. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can do the same thing with any any right. any subculture, right? With, yeah, with lawyers, right? <laughs> People, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. stupid lawyers. Stupid lawyers. They're so always, expensive. Yeah, yeah. I talking all this shit. And I understand that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I forgot I forgot what 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 was the reason behind that? <laughs> The bad, the bad seed. You're thing. trying to get it towards people uh, stereotyping, and coming. I think coming in with prejudices, right? Yeah, but I don't, there was a reason for it, and I totally really? fucking lost it so much for that alpha brain, which I didn't take. <laughs> and I'm taking another sip of red wine. That's all right, dude. That's all right. And well, I mean, if anybody's curious, man, I got the uh, uh, hell of a setup here. I got a, a mug that says "Good morning, beautiful." Yep, that's my with, wife's with kissy lips. I hope she's not yep. jealous. I'm drinking out nope. of this. With some great, what was it, ginger, ginger tea? Ginger tea. How is it, by the way? It's delicious. Was it good? It's delicious. Was it I good? I got a little bit of red wine here. All okay. Right. Sip and, on the red wine. And then we got a little bit of, uh, of water, man. I'm, this is uh, this That's is good. Great. It's a good little setup. <laughs> you take See, now, care of your guests. Yeah, for That's sure. what it is. <laughs> 100%. Like, we have this lion's mane mushroom, which is a cognitive enhancer. Now, you want to talk about things that are, like, supernatural? Okay, Like, sure. you're talking about being natural altogether all the time? Yeah. Like, why? Why is that? Uh, I mean, I think, honestly, I think it's just kind of a term I, I'm throwing out there. Just kind of, uh, not necessarily facetiously, but not as serious. But, I, I mean, look, I try to um, kind of live simply. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really... Minimalist. Minimalist, I think, is a good way to phrase it. I love that. Right, but I don't, I don't like... It, basically, what I mean is this. I don't... And, and before I say this, I want to make clear. I'm not knocking any of this because... Uh, I think there's some great, you know, supplements and whatnot. To out there. each their own, pal. A- no, absolutely, and I think yeah. and I think they could be very helpful, but you know, to me, it gets too complicated. You know, I'd rather have like an apple or maybe like a, a grilled chicken breast or something, as opposed to you know maybe like protein shakes or whatnot. I'm really not educated on that kind of stuff. I'm not Got saying it. it's bad. So honestly, like, it's and it's, it doesn't just apply to like supplements, but just the way that I live my life. Like, if something's bothering me. I won't look necessarily for like a quick escape. Like I had a bad day, I'm gonna have a donut, mm. and I've definitely done that before, right? But what I try to do is I kind of focus in on what was actually bothering me that day. You know what I mean? And try to try to resolve it. Maybe it's like a maybe that's like its own form of meditation, right? So that's definitely right. Thing exactly. for sure. So that, that's what I Reflection. mean. You know, I'm like, oh, I just like to live naturally. It's a little bit of a joke. I'm not trying to say like I'm. Uh, hardcore or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I get you. For sure. There are there are things that I've come across in my in my life that come to help my cognitive state which helps me focus on developing spiritually, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, all that stuff. Yeah. Which help me dip into flow state better. Sure. You know what sure. I'm saying? Especially when it comes to like supplements that are natural for the mind. For example, mushroom products okay. the mycelium of mushrooms have so much 
like positive benefit for humans right they've been on the planet for two billion years before humans even came around right started to form we have a lot of similarities as far as like human dna and and fungi dna okay right so it's very similar so there's a lot of and i'm not like a mushroom guru i'm just regurgitating information that i've heard in books and podcasts what have you paul stamets would be the guy to go to for for learning anything about mushrooms (laughs) remember that down paul stamets Okay. 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 So there's a there's a bunch of mushrooms that you can, and I'm not talking psychedelics right now. I'm talking mushrooms like lion's mane, cordyceps, turkey tail, chaga, and they all have different benefits for you. For example, lion's mane is is known for for its cognitive benefits, its focus, its its help to retain information and and, and recall things faster. Right. It helps de- uh, develop new neurological pathways. Okay. Neurogenesis. Right. The idea that to to think about things from a new perspective and form different habits with these new neurological pathways, right? So that's my that's my reasoning behind Lion's Mane and why I'm so, um, like, I'm, I'm very, I'm a huge proponent of Lion's Mane. Then uh, there's, there's Cordyceps, which is also super beneficial because it enhances your physical strength and stamina and energy levels, okay. right? So you, okay. you, you do like a little bit of a mushroom blend in your tea in the morning before you go. So now you got your cognitive boost. You got your physical boost. You did a little meditation, right? You're still kind of high from your workout last night. Uh-huh. You did your little fast. You stopped eating at, at 8 p.m. last night and you're not going to eat until, you know, 11 in the morning, right? So stuff like that. These little, these little hacks that you can turn, like turn switches on your brain and your body to where you can either think about things from a new perspective that help you grow and learn and get in the flow state okay. or create in a create a new thing something that you know you didn't think about the day before right we're constantly learning engaging new things right so i use these these supplements to enhance those things and i'll tell you and, and, and with any supplement Okay. Take notes, people. With any supplement, you should cycle them off and on. Okay. Right? Because your body, after a little while of taking lion's mane and, and alpha brain and coffee, like your body adapts to what these things do to, to itself. So over time, you're going to need more of that to get that effect. Right. Right? Okay. So after a little while, it's only smart to cycle them off. Get off of them. Don't take lion's mane for the next month. Don't take any nootropics. Get off of coffee. Take your caffeine every little, little while. Get yourself off of this kind of stuff. You and know? Maybe you think you've been seeing results? 100%. Boy. 100%. Man, you really seem to know a lot. Listen, I... You should, I, you should, you should write a book. I work, I work on this stuff. That. Yeah, I work on this... something like that. I have ideas, dude, and and I, it's been a goal of mine to sit down and write twenty minutes every day. It's I succeeded. How passionate you are about this stuff, too. So, well, well, man, look, I, I, it's it's helped my life in a tremendous way. When I talk like this through the podcast, when I when I talk like this, when I coach on the field in my classroom, when I talk about finding your passion, what lights you on fire, getting after it, what can you do? What can if you're in charge of the moment every time, what can you do to enhance your your day to day? Right? What can you? How can you become more in in tune with the muse? It, dip into the in the flow state more. Right? Okay. You got to take care of your brain. You got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your brain, your body, <laughs> and what else and like your your environment, your environment, right? Okay, you got to gotcha, take care of these gotcha. things. You got to treat people with respect <laughs> because when you treat someone with respect, that person will know a thousand people, and they're gonna 
interact and behave a certain way with those people. And let's say you say something that triggers one person. They do something that triggers a whole world of people. You cause that. That's going to come back to you eventually. Mm-hmm. It's got these fucking ripples. You feel me? So, like, I'm trying to enhance my way of living so that those ripples can constantly be good vibes. So, I provide value through the podcast. I provide value through the Instagram. It's a goal of mine to wake up, post once, post at lunchtime, post in the evening. Something that's going to provide people a value. I'm not doing this to fucking pump my chest in the air. You know what I mean? Although, like, I'm not going to lie. I like the reaction it gets. Yeah. I like being up on fucking stage doing that. I like the band. I like being the front man, like the alpha male quality in me, coaching the team, being the captain, the leader. That's my fucking thing. That juices me the fuck up. You get what I'm saying? So I'm finding all these little avenues where I can be the most effective mentor person because this is my characteristics. And it's going to impact people to do their fucking best. And I I, honestly, I feel that just... Hell yeah, Coming bro. Out of you right now. Hell yeah, Hell dude. Yeah. Listen, man, your <laughs> listeners got to know that. I mean, you listen, you're really passionate about that stuff. Appreciate and I think it. you've got that you've got that personality to kind of get up there on the stage. I think I was listening to podcasts and you you're you're toying with the idea of doing stand up again. How do you feel about that? Mm. How do you feel about that, brother? I just did a podcast last night with one of my good friends. So my brother does it. Yeah, yeah, you, you know Marco, Marco oh, right? I love Marco, dude. He's the best. I gotta he's, see him soon, but he's right. dude. He's the best fucking person ever. Like he's such a good-hearted individual, right? He's so funny. So he does stand up, and when he when he told me he was doing stand up, kind of caught me by surprise. I was like, wow, this is cool. But you know, he's all he's very lackadaisical about it. He's got so much talent, but he's like, yeah, well, it's a hobby. Whatever, you do your thing. Sure. But like my alpha male ass is all like, oh my god, I want to try this, you know. <laughs> So, like, oh, I can write down some jokes. I can do this. I can do this. And ever since then, like, ever since I I thought about doing it, I've become this huge, like, fan of stand-up comedy. Uh Like, watching the Joe Rogan podcast and having having him interview other comedians, and they talk about the process of writing jokes and practicing it and going up four times a night, four times a week, two times a night, practicing their material, going home, writing, editing, writing, editing, get another batch of fresh snow over the brain, right? Figuring out ways that they can become more creative this whole process to me is fucking unbelievable however so many people have told me that i'm not funny (laughs) that it demoralizes me come on dude i mean yeah it demoralizes me so so marco does it i'm not ready yet i mean i'm not there yet by no i'm by no means a comedian all right (laughs) but i am a litigator right so and i'm going to draw a little analogies i'm sure all comedians are gonna be like this stiff with a tie on what the hell is he talking about but right, it's all about yeah. <laughs> but it's all about kind of finding your own voice, right? You don't see because here's here's I think especially when you're first starting out, especially when you're first starting out, you, you see someone on TV or you might maybe you see your brother on stage and you're like, oh, I want to do this and you want to be like him, you know what I mean? But you got to find your own voice. What would make Danny Cola funny? Yeah, right? that's right. what you got to find. You yeah, got to find your style, and that's it's just true for like litigators, right? Some litigators are kind of like the in-your-face tough. Others are a little bit more laid-back, relaxed. Others are more cerebral, et cetera, et cetera. You got to find your own voice. That's, that's so true. That's what it is. That's what it is. But that's funny, man. I, you should do it. You should try it. And you, should really, you should really think about what makes you you um, and then try to make material. And what makes you laugh? What makes you laugh, too? Dude, that's such a good point. But, like, a lot of derogatory things make me laugh. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't be saying things, oh, like, man. stuff like that. But, like, whatever. 
and and in this political correct era, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Like okay. I wanted, it's another thing I wanted to talk to, talk, talk about. about because like speaking of comedy, I listened to you know the, one of the latest Rogan podcasts with a guy named Namish Patel, which is he's another, he's another stand up. He was a writer for SNL. Yes, I think um, I know who you're talking. I just I just found out about him. Like I love that podcast because you find out about so many different new new interesting people. Like it's just, and then from there you can kind of branch out. It's like really it's really cool, you know. So uh, his story was that he was hired from Columbia University in New York to do a one hour show. One hour, fifteen minutes in, he says a derogatory joke about et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Then people bring him off. They like take him down fifteen minutes in. <laughs> and they were they were beating around the bush to why they had to take him down, but apparently it was because he offended a couple people in the audience with his his jokes, right. you know. And like he's an SNL writer, he okay. he was talking about it today. He's like funny before anything. He's like I know comedy, and I wasn't being offensive, but like it's this era of like people realizing that oh, this is what I, we have to do now. They uh-huh. said this word. They said this word. Forget what the context was. They said this word. I'm going to fucking complain about it because that's what we do in 2018, 2019. Okay. You know? Okay. I hope the, I hope more people keep doing this shit. And then we pick up on the fact that it's fucking ridiculous. And we can't keep making a big deal for nothing. Okay. You know? Especially in that context. Because when something really does happen, then we got to make a big deal about it. Then repercussions have to be had. Then people have to get in trouble. But when somebody fucking says, you know, a harmless joke and he's an SNL comedian, comedy writer, like yeah. this is not a, a somebody like me going up, writing some dumb jokes, doing an open mic. This guy is an intellect, man. He's expressing his creation out on stage like that. And he was hired by these by a group of these kids. And, you know, to, for some people to feel really wrong in the one second no they're lashing out of like oh he said that i need to say something okay yeah well then i don't know what that joke was and let's i don't know let's not go there yeah but um i get it i think a lot of people one are on edge they get offended easily and i think there's an equal and just as on edge response that counteracts that. It's like these people are ridiculous. Everybody's so offended. All this 100%. Stuff. Kind of like how I just did. Exactly. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But again, I would challenge someone who's who's so creative, right, to make something, some sort of joke that is so funny to some people, right? I would challenge them, you know, to to rephrase that joke where it'd still be just as funny and, and maybe a little bit less offensive. And maybe that's not possible. I'm not saying that this particular joke should have been changed or not. I'm not saying that. It's, I think it's a fact-by-fact fact analysis. But for me, man, it's like when it comes to polit- political correctness, you know, I think— And social justice and all and that social, jazz. Right. Well, specifically with political correctness, man, it's like the amount of effort to change the way I phrase something versus how much it offends someone, you know, I think that's what I weigh. You know what I mean? Like if it's not that big of a deal— I'm more careful with my words. You know what I mean? And yeah, but you know fun. what? Everyone's listening now. Yeah, that's true. Everyone's you know? listening. Back to back to this cl- political correctness BS. You were talking about. You were talking about like this guy like having to rephrase his joke. See, like here here's where the fucking problem comes in in my head. Well, it's like now we have to adjust the way we do life because two out of forty people are offended. I no, I disagree with that, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that he has to rephrase jokes. You gotta, you gotta, 
all I'm saying is that we can be better. And it's a, it's a like kind of a volatile time that we that we live in. Very partisan. Okay, right. A lot of people are, are divided a lot, on, a, on a lot of issues. And hold on. You, you can move this with you. Yeah, you can, no, you can, no problem. You can, I know we're just readjusting because yeah. the dogs just came yeah. back in. Move, move the uh, move, move the gotcha. mice with you. You can uh, like like boom, boom, bomb, boom, bomb, boom, bomb, boom, bomb, 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 bomb. That's a sick beat, bro. <laughs> DJ Danny Cola. DJ Danny. Oh. <laughs> I have a DJ friend. He's the man. Oh, are you talking DJ about DJ Simone. Oh, no, DJ Simone. DJ oh, Simone. You have some great podcasts with DJ Simone. He's my say. fucking best friend. He's, he's he seems really. He's cool. such a good kid. That motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, going back. Um, no, no. So I'm not saying that he should rephrase, he his, should joke. rephrase his jokes. Right. You got to evaluate on a case by case basis because sometimes people's reactions are a little bit ridiculous. That's absolutely true. But it, we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that we can be better in certain things. You know what I mean? You gotta, you know, try not to have one. Try not to have an immediate offensive response and put yourself in the shoes of the person either telling the joke or the other person's perspective and see, one, if they had a malicious intent, and two, what they what they might be ignorant on something if they are at all. Okay. Here's, here's the and thing, And two though. is, though, two is don't have, uh, try not to have a reactionary response to the person that's offensive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what happens. People have immediate reactions and then immediately disagree immediately get in fights you know what i mean yeah so but like it's because of the person's offense offended immediate reaction is why we're having this conversation in the first place Mm -hmm. well yeah but that's a good question little let's let's take a second to analyze that it's not even a question so it's just a point like we're talking about that person's immediate reaction and it's not even like an emotional reaction and and maybe maybe they are sometimes Mm -hmm. but I just think it's what people fucking do in this day and age now. Right. It's like, right. I'm offended. I need to be made sure that my individuality here is, uh, you know. My question, though, is what happens after that, right? So a person gets offended, right? It seems like, you know, you're having a reaction where like, this is ridiculous. Everybody's acting like this and blah, blah, blah. And it, now it turns into an issue. Whereas maybe you take a second and you're like, I, I don't see that that person's reaction is really founded and you move on with your life. You know what I mean? Instead of, instead of yeah. hitting, hitting them back. Yeah, no, for sure. But see here in this context, in this specific one, this sure. kid is doing a, <laughs> so, Yeah, let's talk com- about the specific one. He's doing a comedy show. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm I saying? So his intention is to be funny. Yeah. Right? He's just making fun of people. Like that's right. what he does. He's a fucking comedian. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... You, you can't, like, go to the beach and not get sand in your fucking shorts. Like, it's going <laughs> to happen. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. complain about that. You don't go to the beach then. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to a comedy show, right? He's going to poke fun at some issues just because that's what he does. He's a comedian. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. I, people are really quick to, to, to jump sure. on things and, and then make a, a, an issue bigger than it is but whatever the dude got paid and now he's getting all this publicity <laughs> so like i said everything happens you, everything happens for you, you you know i'm with you. but that's not, i'm not, not i'm not to say like we shouldn't be like sympathetic towards people because we should like everyone should have the right to 
express how they want to feel like that's great yeah you know what i'm saying like i think i'm i'm really like i feel strongly about that and i feel like we should try to get the right people in place to try to be there for everybody like make (laughs) it all work but make it work let's try to make it work as best as possible Uh but like there needs to be this fucking line you know like we can't go over the top yeah, but man, how? What's what's the line? Everybody has a different definition of what the line is. Right? Yeah, man, it's true. It's, the it's right. true, but you there should. is there's gray area. There's this there's gray, gray area, and there's gonna be outliers, and we're never gonna get it perfect. You just need more people trying to get that flow state. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that though. I mean that though in a way where it's like right. People people have to take a second and think about it. And, you know. Yeah, man. Think about it for know? sure. For sure. Speaking of flow state, like this whole like nine to five thing. What are your thoughts about like nine to five and then retiring until fucking sixty five? Come on, man. Like, would you? Well, how long? Honestly, how long do you plan on working for? Like, dude, we've been playing. We were playing Ken Griffey Jr. What seemed like five minutes ago in my fucking other house in another portal yeah, of this, the yeah, cosmos. Yeah. Right. We're we're fast forward hearing here thirty years, twenty two years later, and what do you? What are your plans for the rest of your life? Like, what do you? How do you see yourself living financially? Where do you see yourself living? Don't don't you ever want to live in Greece for a month or three if you could? Like, why the hell not? Why isn't that in the cards? Why do we have to be fucking slaved here nine to five forever and ever and ever? It's Christmas time. You got to go to work tomorrow. Type bullshit. Like, why can't we just figure out a way to make it work on our own time? Okay. Okay. I'm getting too fired up. I'm no, sorry. Hey, dude, no. I, that's what I love about your podcast. <laughs> that's what I love about your podcast, man. No, no, no. Again, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Who, who, especially when it's phrased like that, especially when it's phrased the way that you phrased it, who wants to go to work nine to five and feel like they're, they're kind of stuck working their day away, working their rear end off, just trying to make a buck, you know, so they can buy some Christmas presents. Nobody wants to feel like or that. pay their mortgage or be pay tied down to like retirement and yes. the four hundred one k and all that shit. Like, right. like I get if you like what you fucking do. Don't get me wrong. I I want people to find their passion and like what they want to mm-hmm. do and all that stuff. But why be tied down to it? The next step is not just money, but it's time. It's freeing up that time, dude. I was working like a dog, personal training, early in the morning and the evening. You reach a cap. Yeah. You oh. reach a point where a. What like what's more important now, money or the time, right? Absolutely. And you're thirty. That is exactly the right analysis, right? The money versus the time. It's the line of main, bro. Think about right. And listen, I think to a certain extent, it could be a matter of perspective. It, it could be a matter of perspective, right? I know I'm working hard and I'm working a lot of hours. And you're asking, man, what's your plan? Are you gonna do this for the rest of your life? Like, doesn't that suck? Maybe, but I'm not. I think what a lot of people need to realize, too, is that you're not necessarily tied down to it, right? I I like my job, but again, I'm not necessarily tied down to it. I have a 10-year plan. I have a 20-year plan. I have some ideas of where I want to take my legal career. But what I think helps me be okay with the long hours that I put in is that I'm in control of that plan. And it's not, I'm going to be at this job for 10 years. I'm going to be at this job for 15 years. No, it's, it's like I have a goal of... And every lawyer is different, but let's say, for example, I have a goal of being a judge. I have yeah, a goal, I run, I have a goal of running for office. I have a goal of becoming partner. And you can modify that as, as you go along. Like, let's say in a few years I get some sort of offer where I'm working, you know, some sort of federal government job. I might want to take it. I might not. Okay. I, I, I shouldn't. I have to be careful of falling into the mindset that, man, I am trapped here. 
I am trapped here. Yeah. If you feel like that, consider making a career change. Yeah. You know, and it looks like you want to keep playing this game. You like this game. I do like this game. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? It is, I think to a certain extent it is a game, and it's a little bit of fun. It's a play. Remember that? <laughs> the play. I like that. You, you tied it back Go, in. Try to you're, try like a, you're a professional podcaster. Dude, try, sure. <laughs> professional <laughs> podcaster is a major at the Danny Cola University. Hey, whoa. <laughs> so now, now You now, could now. watch this play from the fucking audience if you so wish. Sure, but okay. Well, let me ask you this. I, I, I love that metaphor. I love that metaphor. Okay. So... The way, and let me ask you from what your perspective is, the way that I'm living my life right now, just obviously I know you're not around me every single day, yeah. but just from what you're hearing, what am I then? Am I currently the actor? Am I currently the audience? Am I the play in its entirety? As you talk yeah. about it, you're the audience. As you act in it, you're the actor. As you do it, you're part of this play. Okay. You're part of its entirety. Sure. And it sounds like to me you still want to play this game and you're using you're you are you are creating something, right? You're sure. at the, you're you're creating a new ave, avenue for this legal system for the future, for many generations to come, for how, how much longer we're going to keep repopulating this, this earth. I saw something the other day, dude. By 2050, we're going to have like 11 billion people in this world. I think that sounds about right. I that's, think, I that's I think I'm probably stretching it. No, no. I mean, but for sure, there's like some sort of milestone at 2050 and a lot of the leading, I don't know, whatever scientists are involved in that field are thinking that there's going to be a little bit of a plateau in the population because it's going to be tough to sustain it in terms of food, in terms of new weather patterns, right? Sure. So that's interesting. Food, too, is going to be a bigger issue because the... Fresh water. Not... not Obviously, water is, is an issue. Sand is also a really big issue. We're running out of sand. I heard have you heard about this? I have heard about that. Because we constantly fucking take all this sand, and now, and sand is like water. Like, we can't use all the sand in the Sahara. Like, a lot of the sand is not usable. We use right. it for concrete, for glass, for roads. Like, we're constantly using fucking sand. Water, sand, and then the richness of the soil is, is deteriorating. It's not as rich as it once was because we're constantly reusing the same soil to grow new crops. And the more and more you do that over time, time 20 30 years it loses the amount of zinc and magnesium and fucking all these other vitamins and minerals right. that are found in the soil sure you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying and i'm not again i'm not like an expert in any of this this is just information that i've retained because i take alpha brain and take lion's mane <laughs> <laughs> Wait a tight bag. are you sponsored by these guys no what? i'm not <laughs> although i did i did sign up for an affiliate program for on it today because i really feel strongly about some of Good the things that they like just what they what they stand for right they okay. do these workshops i'm learning a lot of ways to like learn how to move my body and shit like that but that's besides the point mm-hmm. but like yeah i the whole the whole like we're we're in in, a, in an issue right now where 20 by 2050 we might have some real problems yeah you know yeah and we're we're put like if the whole idea is how can we provide value to people and not just now but for generations in this environment like it's sad to say but like hundreds of thousands of years from now who knows the number like we're gonna be gone like they're gonna be they're, we're gonna like come up with something different right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i think like your soul keeps growing okay you know what i'm saying beyond this lifetime Okay. I just don't know, like, I don't know what it is. Obviously, no one's come back to tell us. But, like, 
just getting into flow state meditation and and all that kind of thing i i feel strongly about this sense of like this continuing cycle let me get back at you about the uh, you mentioned um that I'm liking the game. You're liking the game. What's what's the game? And so, does game have a negative connotation to it? How are you how are you using that word? Um, how am I using the game again? Yeah. Back to like defining the words that you're using. Like you're yeah. you're good with this. I like the way I like the way you drive conversation. You're fucking fun to have conversations with. The game, the game is, um, building the Lucas brand so to speak, okay. uh, finding, like getting experience, meeting people, putting yourself in a position to where you can keep creating, where you can keep providing value yeah. in the system that you I'm, chose, I, I right? Okay. This is what has manifested itself, this legality system, right? We have we have to have laws in place because then people, animals, <laughs> intelligent animals, <laughs> will run amok with no consequences, right? Okay. But because of the system that you're involved in, the game that you're playing to help create new ways of making this work for everybody you're yeah. doing it you this gotcha. is your interest okay you're Can working like a dog to yeah. figure this out right at the same time it's it's funding your existence mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and you like doing it and that's that's a great thing i do man and listen, that's I, a great I thing really, i really care i really care about helping people i really care about um working hard to provide value i love the way you phrased it and that's what i do and it's i and i hope other people try to do that too whatever value they think they can provide to society i want them to work as hard as they can to provide that to people and i think you're doing that too so congratulations on that i uh, listen it's an on thank you thank you number yeah. one dude it means a lot to me to hear you say that because i work on this shit every single sure. day uh, and tell. it's something that i i get excited about waking up every day yeah you know, yeah. I wake up every morning, whether it's at 4 a.m. or 8 a.m. or whatever is on my agenda. Like, it's happening for me, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm learning to love every moment. I'm appreciate. I'm learning to appreciate every moment, man. As opposed to, God, I can't wait for Christmas break. I can't wait for Saturday. Right. You know, like that dead ass mindset. I hope I never have to think like that again. And it's sad. And, and again, you know, you do think like that sometimes. And it's nice to be uh, on a Friday and, and like do like experience. Like let's hang out. We're not gonna do anything important. Like it's good to provide that balance for yourself. Like that's fun too. Don't get me wrong. But I want Monday to be just as fucking exciting as that. Yeah. You know. Well, it can be. I think you're right. It's a mindset. To mindset. Even if you're working, like I think you mentioned, you're working at a school, right? And it's it's kind of like that nine to five, or I guess school is more like it, seven it, to three. To it's eight totally to four, a nine right? to five. It's a nine, nine to five, five right? type stuff. So even though you're doing that, it doesn't mean you have to have that quote unquote nine to five mindset that you're kind of getting at, right? It's because I think you know your job at this point is allowing you a little bit of freedom to uh, not only do this podcast, but also kind of maybe experiment with some of your workouts if you're coaching a team or if you're doing PE or whatnot. I've realized yeah. that if, if I, you know, I, it was a goal of mine to get into suburban school for the longest time. Uh-huh. And like, I just don't put that on the pedestal anymore. Like there's plenty of schools to work at. And you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Right? Well, Cause when you speak about a goal like that, I think it's, it's, it's insufficient for your, uh, kind of like life goals, right? What right. Are things that you value, because what does it mean to work at a suburban school? What does that really exactly. mean? It's just a sentence. So you can easily easily accomplish that and get hired, and then what? Exactly. Right. That's that's not really what your goal is. What I'm learning is that it doesn't matter the setting. It doesn't matter what 
where it doesn't matter where I'm teaching, whether it's in the soccer field, whether it's a, a, a group class of, of, of kettlebells, whether it's in the classroom teaching health, I'm doing what I'm doing best, and that's providing value. It doesn't and, and through my conversation, through my, my teaching techniques, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's on a podcast because it's yeah. the same fucking thing. See, and that's what's driving you exactly, and that's that's a good thing. It's so, the same thing on right. every platform that I do. Exactly. I'm doing the same exact thing. That's exactly whether it's your nine to five job where. It, however you define that right where right. this is the school whether it's at your 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 side gig if, right you know if you want to start your own workout personal training right whether it's your podcast right you're going towards the same goal and that's when you don't feel like i'm grinding away yep. at a dead-end job yep so you're you're figuring it out um i feel like i'm you know knock on wood i feel like i'm figuring it out too because in my, beginning my career i was just busting my butt dude there's always and, something know, you make a switch there's Just always exactly, but there's always something to learn every single day. As long as you have an open mind, tap into that muse every so often, dude. Like, it's just instead of aiming for happy, aim for exciting. Yeah, aim for excitement. Exciting, right? Exactly. Aim for aim for excitement every day, and and pull your emotion back to equilibrium every so often. Mm-hmm. You know, right. like. Get that fresh powder. Reevaluate things. I'm into that. I'm into that because one thing about happiness, and I think about this a lot. I mean, <laughs> here's the philosophy major coming in. This is good. I like right. philosophy. Right. Happiness. Imagine taking happiness to kind of an extreme. Doesn't it start to feel empty? Because, for example, just think about like, I'm sure that, you know, there's like, I can't think of a specific example, but there's like those TV shows where, um, Maybe like kind of like somewhat thriller horror film type stuff where you see like this ha- happy family in the suburbs and they're too happy. It's kind of eerie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So happiness to an extreme is just like, man, when you're happy all the time, it, it starts to feel fake a little bit. You can't it? be happy all the time. Exactly. Right. So don't strive for happiness. What is that? I think it's like a singular emotion. It's kind of like joy. Aim for that excitement. Yeah. Aim for something that stirs you, that motivates you. Yeah. That's what you look yep. for. And then bring it back to equilibrium. Just like chill, Absolutely. relax, smell the roses. The fresh powder, like you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. And look at things from another perspective. Just chill. Dude, I think we can fucking wrap it up right there. Well, yeah, you know what? But I, I keep wanna going. mention one thing. Keep I going. I wanna mention one thing. We don't have to. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tie this together like professional podcasters that we are. That's right. All right. And we can wrap it up with that because I know you wanted to talk a little about writing. I know you we, we talked a little bit about yeah. political correctness. Yeah. I want to talk about how we just had the discussion about how you define the word game. Okay. Because I think, and I'm listening to a lot of your podcasts. I'm listening to a lot of your ideas. I'll tell you, I really appreciate that because you're a fucking smart guy. And as this thing grows, I want more intellects to get a hold of this. And I want to come together and like have these conversations <laughs> And I want I want us to think like Am I crazy? Am I going in a fucking crazy direction? I, I just want to say I appreciate you listening, man. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if I'm intellectual, but I appreciate that, Danny. Here, but look, I don't think you're doing something that's crazy. I don't think your your positions and your thoughts are crazy. Here's what I'm going to say, and, and again, I'm no expert. Take whatever advice I have with a grain of salt. You or either the listeners that are listening, right? But always pay attention to how you define words right for example when we're talking about game right by no means did you mean it in any sort of derogatory way and i knew that i I could kind of sense it by the way i'm I'm reading your body language and all that kind of stuff because we don't communicate with just words but you were defining it as like kind of my my life goals something that's motivating me the things that i want to accomplish that's by no means offensive but other people might say 
game. This isn't a game to me. This is my life. Right. And they might get offended. So now when you, when you say words and when you're writing, my advice is this. Think about that. Think about how you're defining it and define it for the reader or define it for the listener. And step into their shoes and think about when they hear that sentence, what are they going to think? How are they going to feel? And I think when you start having that mindset, you write a little bit more clearly. You make mm. concise points. And you can, you know, really, really start something. So um, keep writing, man. I know you're telling me that you're writing. Keep writing. Yeah. All right. It's hard. It's hard it's to hard. fucking do. It's, it's like hard. it's like how somebody hates going to go to the gym or something. Yeah. Well, and it's what it's what I do, too, in terms of, you know, I write a lot of legal briefs. I, I do write kind of working on a little bit of a short story, but that's neither here nor there. But I do a ton of legal briefs. Right. And it's like I got to think, what is the judge going to think by the way I phrase this is this going to be persuasive enough by the way I phrase it details are important the yeah. way you define it is important and again here we go it ties back to the political correctness stuff right how are you defining what you're about to say how are other people going to define what you're saying that's what should be going through your mind when you're creating when you're writing and you're going to see that everything's going to come more uh, become more clear and your listeners are going to love what you're saying. And hopefully in the future, readers will be reading what you're saying. They're going to love it, man. Dude, that is one great piece of knowledge right there. For me and for the infinite number of people that can hear this forever <laughs> on the it's cloud. It's going to be out there. It's going to be on the cloud, man. Forever. Amazing. Danny, my man, listen. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm glad that you asked me. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I, I, I am a listener, and I've been listening to a lot of the the podcasts. They've been fantastic. Dude, you have some great you had some great guests, and I just I want to say, I, I, not that I'm surprised that you asked me back, but man, I, I feel so different from those others. Those other guests, they're they're fantastic people. They they seem like they're really motivated. I love them. Uh, I love what they're doing. Um, so I'm glad to be included. Dude, in you're the man. fucking man. Are you kidding me? You're you're. <laughs> welcome to yeah. come any time like we didn't talk we got to talk we got to talk like greece and sure. europe and shit like oh, the women yeah. the women's world Culture, cup is coming no, this summer sure, sure. you know and the united states is gonna fucking dominate yeah the women's soccer in the united states is the Listen, shit man, what we're gonna do this again because i know you made some comments on on some of your other podcasts about kind of your Italian American culture. Um, yeah, there was a, there was one we were talking about like Puglia, right? Puglia, Puglia. Yeah, when I was um, talking to Frank, because yeah, his last yeah. name is Puglisi, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's Pugliese, but he calls Pugliese. it Puglisi. When no, we're talking, for sure, for sure. About Puglia. So man, I would love to talk about because I always feel like man, I'm I'm the Greek version of you. You're the Italian version of me. Hell yeah, player. As they say, una faccia no right? Una faccia no Yeah, so um, yeah, we we'll, we'll do this again for sure, man. Hundred percent, bro. Thank you so it. much. I appreciate it, and for everyone listening, you know. Happy holidays. It's, happy it's, holidays. You know, it's that happy time. Happy holidays. 2019. You know what, dude? In fact, this might be the uh, the first podcast that comes out for the new year. Oh, boy. It, it might be. It might be new year. It might be because I have two of them that are coming out Like, because I, I record them ahead of time. So let's fucking wish everybody a happy 2019 right now. Day. Happy 2019, everybody. Happy 2019. Danny, well, then happy new year. From Danny. 2018. <laughs> happy new year, From player pin. Back to the future. Yes, dude. Back to the future. All right, everybody. That's Again, man, catch me at, uh, at the, the Lucas K um, or SoundCloud.com slash the Lucas K. I've got a couple songs out. I'm still working on it. We'll talk about it next time. I, I'm going to. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. You're welcome. Anytime. I'm going to edit your song in this podcast. <laughs> Go for it, I don't even know your name, but baby, how you been? All right, everybody. Peace. Dude, that's awesome.
This episode is brought to you by Action Coffee. Go to www.drinkaction.com right now and get some of your Action Coffee. But make sure that you use promo code Danny at checkout and get 12% off your order of the freshest coffee grounds from Antigua, Guatemala. Take the first step right now. That's Drink Action. This episode is also brought to you by Barbell Apparel. Get your fit legs into a pair of barbell apparel jeans. They have some good stuff. I really like moving around in their jeans, their their shirts, their Henleys. Quality clothing for your fit frame. I like that, your fit frame. Uh, This episode is also brought to you by Glow CBD, the market's first chewable CBD tablet. Get the anti-inflammatory benefits of CBD in a chewable tablet form. Go to www.glocbd.co right now. Check them out. And last but not least, this podcast is also brought to you by Superhuman Tools. Go to www.superhumantools.com backslash Danny. So they know that we sent you here from the Danny Cola podcast and get uh, 25% off your Superhuman Tools planner. Talk about writing things down. What are you going to write things down with? That's your Superhuman Tools planner. Go to uh, that URL right now. Check the show notes. All this information will be in the show notes. And that's it, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I really love doing them. And Happy New Year. This is to a beautiful 2019.